Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. And am I missing something? No, I have all the three there. So my name is Vivian Aqua and I am the DEI consultant of Amplify DEI. And today I have the amazing guest speakers for how to be your authentic self. And I'm going to read a little bit, so please mind me. So being your authentic self at work is still valuable if you wish to keep your personal and professional lives, even if you wish to keep your personal and professional lives apart. Being your authentic self empowers you to communicate your true character with your team members and foster stronger relationships, even though you might need to make a few modifications for the professional environment. Today, we are going to have a honest conversation about how to be your authentic self. And I'm not going to be the only one who's been talking, right? I'm going to have the amazing conversation with Merchkan Uzun. And he, is, he works at the people team at Blinkist. And before joining the startup world, he is trying to make today's workplace livable for everyone, regardless of their inherent or acquired background. And then we also have Tammy Parrish, an amazing friend, and she is an image consultant who shows ambitious professionals how to express themselves through physical appearances. And she believes that clothing is a powerful form of communication to tell the story. So for all the people that are, are watching or listening right now, you have the opportunity to ask questions. So please do, don't let me be the only one who's asking questions and I'm going to highlight you as well. But first, let's start with Tammy. Why do we need to humanize the workplace 2022? Well, first of all, the workplace is full of humans. So mm. you would think that we would make it a good place for them, um, but that has not been the case. And I think the, the main thing that's on everyone's minds is the great resignation, right? So if you, as a business, if you want to stay competitive, yeah. you have to start caring about your humans that are working for you. Yeah, that's so true. And also talking about the great resignation, I don't know if you have seen the new report from Lean In and McKinsey, where they are talking about women breaking up with their organization, the great breakup. So a lot of women in uh, senior positions are walking away from companies. And that is something that a lot of companies need to worry about. How and why are they losing their the women, female leaders, right? We all talk about amplifying diversity. And what you see right now is uh, a lot of companies are amplifying women diversity, not gender diversity, women diversity, which is totally fine, but call it the proper name. And um, this is giving people some, some, uh, some more thought about what is needed to create places where women feel safe and feel elevated. Yeah. So what about you, Mert? So when you, I think you asked the question, why do we, why should we be Humanize authentic? the workplace, yeah. Um, yeah, I think what's... I think a lot of discussion is happening around how can I be authentic self at work? Yeah. Um, and I think this is maybe the wrong narrative because mm. I am sick and tired of forcing myself to be my authentic self while it should be actually the company's job to create an environment where I don't need to bring that effort and it should come natural. And I feel like we're putting, again, a lot of pressure on minorities, unrepresented people, that 
they have to navigate and find a way to do the work to be authentic at workplace. Um, so my take is it's actually the companies, the institutions, the organizations' responsibility to create that safety where mm. I can be come in and be naturally my authentic self. Yeah. Because I think what 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 we also always think, and I think this is how capitalism also worked. And I think I have been always perceived that when I enter from the work door inside the office, I left all my identity outside. Mm-hmm. And all of the problems that I had that day yeah. or the, the traumas that I've lived in my life are now behind that door, which is not true. I bring yeah. all of my baggage, all of my trauma with me into the workplace. Um, so yeah, that's my take. And it's not a one-way street. It's um, the both pillars need to work yeah. together and you shared something that really made me think about you shared something about um people from underrepresented group have to navigate themselves in a way whereas they are different from their authentic self right because of the fact that maybe we put expectations on ourselves but also other people are putting expectations on ourselves like we have to work thousand times harder we have to do this and we have to dim sometimes dim our light to be able to see be seen and that's the thing that puzzles me when i am being hired because of me because of my superpowers and because of my purple hair and the way that i am why do i have to change myself from the moment that i am working for the company this is what you get this is what you see you see a very tall woman who has something to say but is also there and supportive for everybody do you have something to add on that tammy i see Um, you nodding your head (laughs) well no not necessarily but Mm -hmm. um the because my work involves the visual right and i love Mm -hmm. can i just hold up you uh, in a post the other day you posted the diversity wheel which is great because it talks about all of the ways that that we show up yeah, that we show up. So the, yeah. the privilege we have and how we yeah. judge one another. Yeah. And uh, yeah, appearance is one of those. But because we're all animals, essentially, right? We, our subconscious brain is the first thing to respond. Mm-hmm. And we're judging each other on these very visual surface things that actually, uh, at the end of the day, don't matter. So it's that trick sometimes, right, of, of uh, passing, right? Like you want to just get in the door so yeah. that you can then, you know, don't make people feel too uncomfortable. Yeah. And then once you're in, you can slowly start. But that that whole what Merchan said, it's why should it have to be like that? Um, yeah. That you can't just come in and be yourself. True. And also, one of the things that I also notice when uh, within organizations. Um, they say they value diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? But the moment that an individual comes in and talks about it, what can I do or what are you doing? How can I get involved? They are being pushed back. They are being pushed back and say, well, we signed, you know, a charter. We signed a commitment, but we aren't, we haven't, we are not there yet, or it's not the time yet, or it's not your place to be involved. And that's that's a, a waste. That's a huge waste of 
um, saying no to an ambassador in that way. And even though Merit, Merit you already um, addressed some of, of some of the elements about being your authentic self, um, when did you come to that that decision that you are going to show up, but you are also going to challenge the companies to create that space where you are able to show up? Yeah. I think that's a tough question. I don't know whether it was like a decision, but obviously when I first, wherever, I, first of all, wherever mm -hmm. I start, yeah, I, I'm not going to start with full trust. That, cool. that, that's my default. And that's thanks to the society. That's yeah. thanks to the things that I have been going through at life. So it's, if anyone says that I am coming in with my full authentic self to work, that's a lie. That, that, is in my opinion physically not possible mm -hmm. and so you need to build that trust yeah. and i think i was very lucky like i well, always tell that i worked so hard but i also got very lucky yeah with my ceos with my companies that i work for and when i made this thing my job like making sure that people also survive and i use survive in my also um bio because it, it is a survival act for so many people mm -hmm. to be yeah. present in, in yeah. places where you are the only person yeah um i was very lucky that i got a support from my leadership team yeah i work very closely with the leadership team i work very closely with my ceo um and when i see that when my ceo hears my story and then when he says oh you know what now i get it i had no idea that is the moment that we start having a different kind of conversation. Yeah. What you're talking moment. about is empathy. Exactly. Now, yeah. also not only empathy, but it's yeah. also learning. You know? Yeah, true. Because true. I don't believe my CEO or my leadership team would have the capacity to understand yeah. what I've gone through because yeah. they simply haven't lived it. Yeah. But the moment they listen and the moment they understand, yeah. they at least say, you know what, I'm never going to be able to understand it, but what can I now do and change? And I think change yeah. is a very critical word. It's not about like doing, but changing. Yeah. Because if you're not changing something, that means you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, that is the moment that the, then I become my authentic self. And yeah. then I can have bold conversations. And then I can criticize. Then I can give yeah. feedback. Then I can you know actually improve the workplace. Um, so yeah, I think that moment of trust building starts. I think that's also the moment where we can humanize the, the workplace. Yeah. You addressed something about your uh, CEO or uh, the, the, the people in leadership uh, sharing that they are never going to be able to understand that experience. But what if I say that I'm not going to say all experience, but what if I told you that there is a way for people to walk even when it's five minutes to walk a mile in your shoes, uh, to experience the different isms that might take place in the workplace. I'm not saying that it takes place in your workplace. I'm just saying it in general, because I do believe that leaders of today need to activate and walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. And that could be true VR, but it could also be true volunteering within a, a different community so that you learn to understand the challenges that other people face because it's very easy to um to activate diversity fatigue mm. uh based upon you know so many companies now screaming diversity saying they're doing this and some people are tired tired of hearing that but what if you would walk or this person would walk a mile in 
in my shoes or in your shoes or in Tammy's shoes to experience what I am experiencing. Yeah, um, it, it's hard, but it's possible. I, yeah. I, I think it's not an impossibility. For example, right now, what we do is um, in at Blinkist with my leadership team, which I'm mm -hmm. still shocked that we're doing it because I am, I think I've never heard this done by any other company. Mm -hmm. We have a four four week long module on mm -hmm. informed allyship and mm -hmm. I coach my leadership team on learning through becoming a better allies at workplace. Mm. Um, for example, we have one week where we talk about systemic racism and yeah. the black experience. Yeah. Uh, and what we do is we pick I don't know whether you know Blinkist, but Blinkist is a content platform. I, I, we, I know. I used to have Blinkist yeah, yeah. or we have, sometimes I do. Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 ha we have key insights from nonfiction content, podcasts yeah. or nonfiction book. So what they do is I, I select them three books that they should go through and read and prepare. And then we have a 90-minute coaching session together as a team where I coach yeah. them and we start discussing. The second week is the woman experience and sexism. And we're going to have yeah. another session on sexuality, phobia, and the LGBTQ experience. And I think these, if you can also, if your leadership team invests time, 90 minutes a week, that, that's an expensive time, right? <laughs> if, if they do that. Investment. Yeah. In week, every, of every week for four, yeah. four, four weeks. That, yeah. That's a good investment. Yeah. And the change that I have seen in, in, in them is it's yeah. unbelievable. And now they come in, they say, we want all of our leaders to go through this because this was unimaginable. Yeah. Um, so yes, if people really commit, they can actively learn and maybe yeah. try to go into those, um, those areas. Yes. That Even if we're awesome. at sea level. Awesome. Thank you, Merit, for sharing. And Tammy, what does it mean for you to be your authentic self at the work? Well, I think it's... Um... I think it's easy, it's easy, and Merchan touched on this, it's easy if you're a person like me with all, every kind of privilege, except I'm not a man, but further, <laughs> further, I've got it all. So it's easy for somebody in this very privileged position to say, oh, just be yourself, but you know, it sounds yeah. so easy. Um, but really the whole, what what's needed to be authentic is to feel psychological safety and to mm -hmm. really feel like you're not gonna be judged or fired or ridiculed or made to feel less worthy or to to not get the promotion um to just not feel like you belong so yeah um yeah it's really feeling like you don't have to put on a costume so to speak or or pretend to be someone else at work i think getting to that point is the the challenge of how do you actually achieve that if you're not all of the privileges yeah you're also addressing an important point where it comes to psychological safety because there are two there are different options for people when they speak up right one option is they speak up and they are forever labeled the whistleblower and that has a negative connotation in so many uh, countries and the other part is they speak up and they are silenced or they speak up and um, are demotivated or are, how do you say, they get a demotion. So if somebody else sees that and something happens, what happens? 
they are not going to speak up anymore. We have Me Too, and we even have we have Me Too with in the Netherlands as well. So Me Too is going all over the, the world at the moment right now. We have um, aggressive behavior towards uh, people. We have microaggression, which I, you know, the example that I shared, I recently did an interview where I'm talking about the beehive, putting your hand, blindly putting your hand in a beehive and thinking that nobody's going to sting you. But for some people, every bee is going to sting them. That's how microaggression feels. And these are just minor things that I'm sharing right now. And some people get trauma. Some people are traumatized. So the fact that Merit, uh, in the beginning, you talked about trust. Trust is an element that a lot of people, when they have been hurt in the past, it's hard to gain, hard to get. I see you nodding. What do you want to say? <laughs> so I think like, you, you know me, I, I speak yeah. my mind. Yeah, please do. Um, You're more than welcome. Yes. I am, I mean, I do this as a job. For mm -hmm. me, the ultimate success is if there is a full psychological safety, if there is yeah. full trust. Yeah. But I don't believe this is actually possible, yeah. especially given the current, we live in a capitalist world. There yeah. is always power imbalances. Yeah. When there is a power imbalance, there, there can't be trust. There can't be full psychological safety. I think the goal is to bring that to maximum. Mm -hmm. I think the goal is to bring to a level where you can actually have that relationship. Um, so I, I understand why people feel not psychologically safe. Mm -hmm. I, there are moments in my career where I don't feel psychologically safe, yeah. um, where I sometimes trust also breaks. Yeah. Um, but I think those things can be repaired and those things can be, again, built up. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a job not one-sided. It's not mm -hmm. my job to bring that trust. I also need someone. It I, I love this phrase. It takes two to tango. Exactly. You, can't, you exactly. can't dance alone tango. Maybe you could. But um, <laughs> so I, I think it's all about um, because I also see a lot of leaders seeing this work as zero and one. Yeah. You either have it or you don't have it. And then they say, True. I can never have it. So I'm going to give up and I'm not going to do it. But it's a spectrum. True. You can always improve. You can True. always go a little bit further. I don't ask you to, for example, you, you, you said some companies say, oh, we pay attention to diversity, although they don't do it. I am. Let's do that too. You know what? I'm okay with that it, because the alternative is not doing anything. Yeah. And that, that is even worse. Um, and to me, every small step, is good in the direction yeah. of reaching that one. And maybe we're not going to re reach one, but do something, yeah. seek that, go for that. I think that's, that's how I see it. And also, um, this is not about, you know, pointing our fingers only towards the leaders. And uh, when I talk about leaders or when I say leaders, I also am talking about self-leaders because we can demand a lot of, a lot of actions from leaders but then again, what are you as an individual doing to create that atmosphere where leaders feel safe to be themselves and to show up with all that vulnerability and their authentic selves, right? So um, I want to be part of that ownership, like Merit's already shared, that we need to dance with each other and need to 
have that conversation and create that atmosphere so that we are both held accountable for that vibe, right? Yeah. So Tammy, why is being your authentic self important? And when I, let, let me tweak it a little bit to you because um, I have a tattoo on my wrist, on my left wrist. I did that on purpose because I always shake my hands, shake hands with the right wrist. I wanted to prevent other people from noticing that tattoo. That tattoo has a special definition for me. But when I, um, a while ago, there was an article about tattoos are now being at the forefront in the workplace where more and more people are, are showing visible tattoos. And um, a few weeks ago at a, at a big bank, I was there and there was this woman in a very high leadership position and her arms were filled with tattoos. And that was my first time that I saw a female leader in a high position with something that I could not match with her position because I've never seen that. What do you have to say about that? I'm curious how, I'll answer your question, but I'm curious yeah. how you felt about that. So you, it was surprising. I, thought, oh, I've never I seen I was that. just like, yes, you are being yourself and you're mm. showing up as your true self. So just as I am expressing my purple ombre hair, mm-hmm. I felt the same thing that, uh, the same reaction that, you know, little girls give me when they see my hair and they are like, oh, I want that. That's what I have with her. Yeah. I think it's great that that she felt comfortable to do that, not only for her, but for you, for everyone that she's actually giving permission to, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that whole thing of representation. Like if you don't see yourself out there, you feel like you're not worthy. Yeah. 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 So I think it's great that more of that's happening. And I think I was thinking about it, you know, most companies at this point do not have dress codes, <laughs> but it's, it's unwritten, right? It's, yeah. it's understood that if you have a meeting with a client, you don't do these certain things, you don't wear this certain thing. Um, so I do, I do think that the onus, the pressure is on the leaders to mm-hmm. make that step away from these traditional ideas. Mm. Um, like this woman you mentioned, she's, yeah. because of her stature, they would say she can get away with it, but she's giving others permission to be themselves. Yeah. yeah. I could not match her with the image that I have from that corporation. And then while you were talking, I was also thinking about the ad from Virgin, right? From Virgin Airlines where uh, different people can wear suits, can wear skirts and can show up as themselves as a international airline. Uh, I know that they did it. I think that they did it during Pride Month, but still it's a huge um, how do you say a huge statement that they are going to make and also a huge statement to say we are supportive of this and for those who aren't supportive of this think that you need to fly a different airline i'm i'm going to drop later in the comments because eileen out is a 
Dutch image consultant yeah. and yeah. she, you know, her. so she wrote about this, like, oh, great that you're doing this virgin. But actually, when you look at how they, their gender equality is. So, um, yeah. she, I mean, she backed it up. She's really good about backing stuff up with statistics. So it is great that they have mm -hmm. options for uniforms, but part of it is PR. Yeah. So it was pinkwashing. Yeah, hmm. That's also something to think about. What What about you, Mert? When it comes to hearing what I just shared right now regarding the woman, but also regarding, unfortunately, the pinkwashing that is happening, but there are hopefully some companies out there that mm. are doing the right thing by creating a an atmosphere and a vibe for people to show up their full, their full self and yeah. i'm curious to learn what you think about that um what i think is also based on your story i think mm -hmm. it's very clear yeah representation matters yeah uh, if i see myself in leadership positions that's a clear sign for me oh yeah i can do that too yeah. That is that is a push because to be absolutely honest with you, the way that I have been raised or the way that so many minorities have been raised, I am against all of the things. You know, mm -hmm. my my creation is against all of the things. Yeah. Uh, so um, for me to imagine to have a normal, the normative life, which is unimaginable for me, um, mm -hmm. that is a big. First of all, it's a big trauma. And mm -hmm. second of all, it's the biggest blockage. And of course, imagine, I mean, the, the recently, I mean, I don't know whether they're real or not, but like when you saw all these black girls watching Ariel yeah. being yeah. black and their reactions, yeah. representation matters because yeah. it is unimaginable for so many yeah. kids, for so many people. I can't go there because I don't have anyone who is, who could yeah. understand me, who could yeah. feel me up there. Um yeah. And yes, pink washing happens. Um, and it is a shame that it happens. It is horrible. Um, and but I, and I, I, I also publicly would like to shame all of the pink, pink washing, but also if that is going to change one person's life, if that mm -hmm. is going to actually create a job opportunity for mm -hmm. someone. Yeah. who is actually from the minority community, I'm like, let's do it. Because yeah. again, it's better than not doing anything. Yeah, um, yeah I think that, that's what I think. And in, in, a, in, in very short representation, yeah. I think that, that's what matters. And that's what we seek for, right? Yeah. Um, also, when you look at the, the workplace, the, the struggle is not for diversity, in my opinion. The struggle is for power and inclusion. Yeah. Um, I don't actually care if you have all your juniors black women. Tell me what is your percentage of representation in the leadership team. Because yeah. then you are just fitting into stereotypical norms of the society. If you're all of, I don't know, uh, HR team is women. If you're all caring jobs are women. Yeah. If your IT is full of Asian men and you don't have any black women. If, if all these things, if you're just fitting into stereotypical norms, that means you're just repeating what the society is doing to, to these communities. Mm -hmm. And I think breaking that is the key and creating representation is the key um yeah but also changing the norm right sometimes when i watch um 
certain series. Um, I recently watched Atypical, um, a Netflix series, and I'm not here to promote Netflix, but this this series has given me a way to understand that I have some elements of neurodiversity. Um, I, I haven't diagnosed myself or haven't done a test, but I can recognize some of the elements and some of the, the, the weirdness in me, the geek, where people say that you are literally a nerd because I talk to techie. Mm. I blame that on my neurodivergent superpowers. So thank you, superpowers. Um, but I also see that people who have neurodiversity in whatever form or way are being put in a mold to fit a different standard because they are wired different and we may think that for somebody for uh, some people for newer diversity they value the headphone why because it can cancel out noise and for people just to remove that because you have to join a party or you have to celebrate with us or you just have to you don't have to isolate yourself we need to be more aware that authenticity means different for you, for me, for so many other people. So I'm gonna go around. What does authenticity mean for you? And just give me a few a few ingredients. What is a must when it comes to authenticity for you? For me, is showing up at least with one purple color. Me being able to wear my sneakers me being able to wear my uh, my headscarf because why it 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 tells a story about me uh, me being able to talk about food which i always do during workshops me being able to laugh but also being able to show my vulnerability that's me shall i hand it over to you tammy okay <laughs> Yeah, I'm a joker. I, I'm always making jokes. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's not appropriate, but that's mm -hmm. that's who I am. So that and that's sometimes a defense mechanism too. If I'm uncomfortable, mm -hmm. I make a joke, but I'm always joking. So that's just who I am. And if, when I'm around really serious people, I have I'm uncomfortable. Um what else about me? Yeah, for me, looks wise, um, um yeah I can't think of anything because I feel like I'm I'm that masa privilege that's nothing about me is really standing out um well okay let me let me stop you disagree <laughs> even though you're privileged um what I see you being your signature or your your authentic self is mm -hmm. How people react once they have been through your, I would say your car wash. Mm. How people react the, the before and after they have been with Tammy is so different. Mm. And that reaction where you are able to give them their glow, their, 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 mm. uh, Tammy works with a lot of women. So I would say the women that she has worked with. Yeah have been through a whole new experience where they rediscover themselves. That's your superpower. That's what I see. Well, thank you. 
and you your humbleness what you're doing right now which isn't working for you so let me let, let me do something about that shake me out of it um open transparent that's what i get from you yeah i think i'm i'm also think i'm vulnerable i mean if i yeah. yeah i'll be the first to admit i don't know something i made a mistake um yeah a lot of people can learn from that <laughs> Amert, I see you nodding your head. What about you? What are your ingredients? Oh, um, I, I heard so many things. And they were also like, I heard vulnerability, privilege. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like the moment I discovered that I can say, I don't know, that was when my life changed. Yeah. I, and I'm not kidding you. The moment yeah. I learned, I don't know. And then I'm, I'm going to look for it. Not now. I need some time. Yeah. I don't know. And I'll get back to you. Yeah. It was such a pressure gun. And I think today's leaders, their biggest mm. baggage and biggest mistake is not using that, those words and like trying yeah. to find exit ways, which yeah. is actually breaking their accountability and the trust mm -hmm. that they're actually potentially going to build. Um, I love that word. Privilege. I, I think most of the time when I talk to people, pe a lot of people think that I am very not privileged because I'm like very, uh, I am so privileged. The amount of privilege that I have in my life, it's crazy. And I think privilege is not again, zero one. The way mm -hmm. that I'm privileged in Germany is completely different when I go to Turkey. And yeah. then even even I go to some another region in Turkey, my privilege completely changes. My privilege fluctuates uh, in a positive all the time. Way or in a... Sometimes positive, sometimes yeah. negative, because it yeah. also depends on which district I'm going, mm -hmm. right? It, it's all, I think privilege is not something that you do have and it's granted. Yeah. It, it changes all the time. Um, and I think also looking into that is also humanizing ourselves, you know, accepting that. Because I, I see a lot of white privileged people think that they're only privileged, which I, I could imagine they also we have all some have privileges. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And maybe they yeah. also have some underprivileges. And I yeah. think once they build a connection with that part of their selves yeah. and build that connection within themselves, the healing starts. Then yeah. the moment of understanding the other starts. But we have been raised in such uh, societies for, for yeah. centuries that it's very hard for especially men to kind of unlock that. Yeah. And when it comes to vulnerability, that was also another superpower that I uh, discovered about myself. And I, 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 I actually learned that from Brene Brown. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I learned a lot from her. And mm -hmm. I think still a lot of people don't understand how powerful vulnerability is. Mm. It's, so, it, it's, it, it's been sold as a weakness. It's, I, it, yeah. I get so many things done because of my vulnerability. Yeah. I got so many things in my life because of my vulnerability. Yeah. And the moment you actually understand and learn how to use that vulnerability and mm -hmm. unlock yourself, yeah. I think that's that's also very powerful. But yeah. to me, the moments that I I feel like I can be authentic self at work is actually the moments where I feel like I can actually cry. Yeah. Um, with, with, a, with a colleague and share a personal story. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not saying that you have to do that uh, because some people actually don't like to do that. But for me, at least, that's those are the moments where I'm becoming really grateful. And I say, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? Actually, I, I get to do that with you at work. I'm very yeah. grateful. Yeah. He talks about 
vulnerability and um somebody was saying to me recently that vulnerability is a very valuable currency what is the value that other people 100%. have and also uh the other thing is i I'm, i need to share some of the comments that people made because otherwise it's only an us party so jared thank you for joining he's saying preach and nova is saying hi and yes and also, um, I hope that I'm pronouncing your name right. Soika is sharing, yes, genuine authenticity. No one can do what you do exactly how you do it. And there will only be, ever be one of you will ever exist. Thank you for all much of touching many good points. Yes. And that's also what Soika is sharing. That's also made me think about the imposter syndrome. Because we, we are talking about being your authentic self and other people are seeing you in a different light or putting yourself in a, on a higher stage where um, when I started this journey and I started out of pain. Why? Because I was dealing with an un, unsafe workplace, a workplace that did not have psychological safety. And I wanted to know, am I the only one who believes in humanizing the workplace. And that's the start of so many different conversations. But now I'm I'm uh, I'm backtracking where people are putting me, and sometimes I used to put other people on, on a higher, you know, a higher pedestal where I told myself I could never be you. But now I realize that I don't want to be you. I, I I would love to, you know, amplify some of your superpowers, but I don't want to be you because there's only one Vivian Aqua and there's only one Vivian that can do that. And there's only one Tammy or there's only one Merce that can do the things you do the way you do and the way you empower others and the way you lift others up. Why do we need to copy somebody else to be able to fit into the mold. So the question that I have for you is, what is your one number one tip for people that are dealing with imposter syndrome? I can go. Um, I think, I think imposter syndrome is super real. Mm. It, it it exists and i have the feeling that it's mostly lived by um minorities mm. because because we have this constant battle of fitting in um, yeah. and whatever i do i'm never going to be able to satisfy my family right. i'm never going to satisfy the society at work blah 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 da 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 i I would like. I would think that I have an amazing career. I have done so many things. I achieved so things. I still today. There are times in my work day that I'm thinking they're gonna find out that I'm actually not that good. <laughs> today, you know is that the day. you know that TikTok. They're gonna know. They <laughs> yeah. know. Like, they're gonna know. <laughs> like today is the day that they're gonna figure out I'm yeah. just a hogs. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's yeah. because. Um, it, it was unimaginable for me to um, be myself and yeah. be myself as in successful, as yeah. in achieving stuff, achieving yeah. things. Um, and I, um, I think it's, 
I, I don't have any advice to any anyone because it's I think it's not I think that would be so patronizing and I think that would be so much of a okay maybe 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 ask you a different way what did yes. you do to get rid of it I, I didn't get rid of it. I still okay, have how it. did you dim, dim uh, the I, I, noise? I'm just like, I am just uh, dimming the noise. And I, I have yeah. my ways. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, one thing that I do is I actually praise myself with the past good things that I've done. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, oh, you know what, actually, you did that. And it, it was yeah. like, it was a yeah. very hard, hard job. And you get a yeah. credit from and praise from your CEO. Yeah. I, th I think maybe you're good. The other thing that I do is... I think maybe uh, you're good. Maybe you're that's, good. That's, maybe that's, you're actually that's good. the whole little micro-vision that <laughs> yeah. you're giving yourself. Yeah, give right? me, maybe give you're good. Maybe you're Wrapping good. a compliment yeah. up in something that isn't... <laughs> what I do, though, and I think yeah. what works the best is gratitude. Mm. Gratitude list. Yeah. Because we are in this world yeah constantly in the race of accomplishing what is next yeah like yeah. what am i going to get the next promotion what is going to be titled what, what yeah. is next for me what, what are my yeah. goals what are my growths i am now very scared because 2023 is approaching everyone is going to share their like fancy goals for 2023 <laughs> and what they have achieved in 2022 and i'm like yeah. Fuck, <laughs> what's going to happen yeah. but here's my message you don't have to prove yourself to be here yeah you get to be here mm. you are here you're loved you're, you're respected this is your space you don't have to push yourself to the next next big thing to create a, a reason for your existence you mm. just get to be here and that's it and you don't have to you don't have to do the next next thing and that's what i always try to tell myself wow that is uh that is activating some tears from the inside i'm, I'm trying to hold them in but um wow wow i'm gonna hand the mic over to you tammy so that i can process what mert give him the card don't you have those cards those, uh... um i don't have any card somewhere. anymore somewhere but i can definitely <laughs> yeah. say yes. thank you thank you thank you no, I like I like a lot what you said here. It's about gratitude, affirmations. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll do that also, just writing things down. Like, well, what have I accomplished? Yeah. Um, and I think, especially in an office, I, I think it's finding your tribe, like finding mm. people that yeah. you can relate to in whatever way you feel maybe inadequate or different from other people. Um, to have a support network to really be able to just be honest and say what you're struggling with without feeling judged um, and, and actually getting some tips from other people to get through it. So yeah. maybe in a company that looks like an employee resource group or it's just friends or people who have similar jobs to you in a different industry or yeah, different company. Yeah. That's the only thing I would add. I would say all of that, but also create your own tribe because the moment that you are not alone in this journey, that's the moment that you have, you can share your experiences. So I've been working really closely with Anita Abaisa, who is my partner in change and everything. And as of lately, all I can say is that I'm extremely proud of working with her 
even though sometimes she is annoying because she can she we we are sisters and we behave like sisters and maybe she's watching this or she's going to see it anyway but i love her i always close the conversation with i love you and i value our friendship to the max why the challenges that we face as a as a black woman and i don't know what you know i don't know because people don't explain why certain things go the way they go so i am guessing um it's not an easy road what we are embarking and sometimes we meet people that don't believe in what we what we are putting out there when it comes to diversity equity and inclusion and that's okay but it can break your confidence when you hear that too often and what we do to each other we say i love you we say we value each other but we also say we are extremely proud of what we have accomplished within one year and that is my way of keeping myself keeping myself grounded but it's also my way to um minimize the noise when it comes to imposter syndrome sometimes it creeps in especially you know with these days or busy days and you're not doing your grounding you're not doing your meditation you're not doing the exercise that you need to do to ground yourself uh, so definitely meditation bring that back or do some things where you can refuel yourself but i also want to say that find your tribe find your tribe so i have some people that shared a few things so Marjolein Vlug shares uh, 100% this. Uh, Carla is saying psychological safety and imposter syndrome are real hard hitters, definitely. And Nicolette is also sharing, loving this conversation. My strength came from where I started to realize what I bring, and I didn't need it to uh, didn't needed it to recognize. It was only then I was seen. Doesn't stop my imposter syndrome, but it does help. Definitely. And also, Nicolette Lazarus, excellent. You made a great point of understanding what you bring and rather knowing your value and significance. We all owe each other those things that we were brought to this earth to do. Yes. Hattie is saying clap, clap, clap. <laughs> and Carla is saying yes, exactly, Merchon. Um, sometimes we really need to find a time to stop and recognize our self-worth. This has been a struggle for me and I'm forever seeking ways to improve it. See how many hearts you have touched during this conversation. This for me is, oh, Rafaela is also sharing. I think you have a tribe, Mertz. You have a tribe. <laughs> you have fans. I fully agree with what Merchana said. Uh, the moment I've learned to say, I don't know, my life changed. So from now on, we are all going to say, I don't know <laughs> for everything. I don't know. I think that's a great advice for reducing the imposter syndrome. The fact that we don't know something or are not experts in certain topics doesn't make us uh, less worthy. Realizing that really took a lot of pressure off and put me in a better position to grow and be authentic to my coworkers. So I would say the highlight of this conversation, besides, you know, bringing in the different superpowers is, I don't know. What would be your highlight of this conversation? Tammy. 
for me, it's what Mert said about, I don't, I don't need to be anything else. Like I'm, I am good and whole just like I am. Yeah. Okay. Now you Mert. <laughs> My highlight, I think, I think what, what was a really good reminder for mm-hmm. me is this um, having your tribe because mm. I really, really believe that's key. Yeah. Um, because sometimes when I go to work or wherever I go, but as this is a work-related topic, mm-hmm. I don't want to share a story where people pity me. Yeah. But where people, or or when people say, "Oh, I'm so sorry that you have to yeah. go through that without knowing it," but yeah. all I want to hear is, oh, "I had the same last week." Yeah. And the moment I I hear that, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. there's some finally someone who could yeah. actually understand what yeah. I've gone gone through." So that's why finding your tribe and creating that tribe at work is very important because yeah. most of the time. I just don't want to be, I just don't want to be pitied or I just don't want to be like this angry or, you know, sad minority. I just want to be the person who am I and the person next to me can mm-hmm. say, I, I know, I know what was that like because I had and it, it and two, two weeks ago. And it's like you, before you were Atlas, but the fact that somebody else is also sharing the weight of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a moment of sharing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I love that. I also see another comment coming in. Magdalena sharing uh, regarding imposter syndrome. What works for me is writing called Hell Year List at the end of the week. Oh, I'm going to, I love that. A Hell Year List where you capture at least 10 things you have accomplished, big or small. Yeah. Love that. So we are almost at the end of 2020 uh, 2022 yes and we are still in 2022 and what is your wish in the upcoming two years when it comes to 2025 humanizing the workplace and authenticity what do you want back what needs to be activated Mert so I, yeah. Okay. Here's your list. <laughs> here's my. I, I have a. I have a big list, but I'm, I'm not gonna list any. Yeah. You know, fancy stuff. I really want numbers. I want representation. I yeah. want hardcore numbers. I mm. want representation in the CEOs from yeah. the queer community. Yeah. I want representation, like really representation from the black community in, 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 in leadership. I want to look at Fortune 500 company. I want to say, okay, this group represents the world. Yeah. I want to see that. And that's my wish. And that, that's my ask, a kind ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's going to happen, but I always say it. No matter how far away it seems, there's always a possibility. Yeah. There, there's never a zero. You know, there's always a possibility. And I mean, that possibility that... is there. The f- I don't know if you have seen that image, and uh, this is also about Anita. Anita loves science, right? But last week, there was this image about the hand. Have you seen the image of space where you can see three fingers? Okay, I'm, I'm going to look it up. In the meantime, Tammy, can you, uh, can you talk about your uh, answer to this? And I'm going to look up the image so that you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I think, because uh, 2025 is not that far away, 
So I would like to see right now there's um, a lot of talk about working from home, right? And then everyone should be able to work from wherever they want. It was proven during the pandemic, the productivity did not go down. So that's the kind of the hot topic of stretching the traditional workplace. So I think it would be great on the topic of how to be authentic at work if in 2025, psychological safety could replace this, where do you need to work from as the as a hot topic? Because I absolutely, as Mirchan said, we've got to have, give us numbers and statistics. We need to see real people, butts in seats, as the Americans like to say, in the boards. Um, but just first making it more um, spoken about, that it's more, it's people are talking about it and they understand what it means. I love that. And also you adding that saying in was amazing. I found it. I hope that some of you have seen the image already. So I'm going to share my screen so that it is clear. Let me see this one. I'm not able to see it. Do you see oh, yes. a hand? I, yes, I do see a hand, yes. Things are possible. I mean, the left one was captured, I think, a few years ago. And now the fact that they are able to create a, a new improved camera and to be able to capture it. And hopefully next time we'll definitely see, you know, the aliens that are on there. And we'll see all the other specimens diversity there this is amazing and um if this is possible then so is dei in its, in its true self possible right so that well yeah that's the thing that i was talking about and i am grateful for the conversations that you both shared but also the insight that you both shared and also wanted to add a quick comment from uh, Leanne. So Mechan, I may not be able to say I had that happen too, but if I listen and hear you, I can empathize, which is totally different, different to, than pity to pitying you. It's feeling your pain and wanting to help you get Fortune 500 companies have true representation of the planet in their company. And Leanne is working in recruitment. So she's also a dear friend of ours and that's amazing. That's amazing. You have touched a lot of hearts. You both have touched a lot of hearts. And today I'm walking away with my glass full, more than full. It has been a busy day and has been um, a challenging day with different challenges when it comes to DEI. But ending my workday with this conversation has made my day full. So thank you. Thank you both. Thank you for having me and having yeah, us. Thanks, yeah, thank you. So for everybody, please make sure to share or to highlight, also look up the, the guest speakers, watch their profile, follow them, because yes, I am doing this also to amplify their voices as well, but also for you to know that these are two amazing people. So watch them, follow them and see how you can connect with them. And until next time, I'll be here soon. I'll be here soon. Don't know when, but it will be within two weeks and I will come up with a special. So thank you. Everybody have a good day. And please, guest speakers, will you please stay on before I end the show? Thank you. Bye, everybody.